It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Saddle down, bitch. Race Wars. Yes, okay, finally. Gavin's in the building. Race Wars, we're here. White daughter, say something. What's up? We're back. This is going to be a hot one. Gavin, say say hello to the people. Where is he? Where is that late, proud motherfucker? That's going to be a fiery episode. Can he be proud about it? <laughs> or it will not be fiery. <laughs> is he, uh, do you have the... Uh... We have video of nothing. He's such an old man. He don't know how to run the zoom. <laughs> trying to tell us how to run the nation. <laughs> Wait, get your, Gavin, get your boomer energy <laughs> into the <this> show. <laughs> Is he getting it right? Is he? Yeah, he's here. Somebody's here. He's just not on camera. They can hear this. All right. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Are you? Wait, are you, are you Ryan? Yeah, th- this comes through this. You're going through the webcam? Yeah. Who's that talking? <laughs> Is it in the middle of a Proud Boy meeting? <laughs> uh, 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 I was trying to just tell them what's going on. Yeah, uh, he's setting it up on his computer. That's the ideal spot for it. We just wanted to, you know, establish communication through any means. Okay, possible. who's this? What's your name? My name is Ryan. I'm uh, Gavin's producer. Oh, what's okay. Up, what's Ryan? up, Ryan? Nice to speak to you. How's it going? Oh, here we go. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Oh, Gavin's there. Gavin's here. You got the. Does that work? Not your picture. Yeah, so you need to start your vid. He's got a whole crew over there working on this. I'll leave this. Working on not getting it right. Hey. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, but you sound kind of like in the tunnel or something. No, now we can't hear you at all. I think, yeah, there you go. You can see him or you can hear him? Well, I can't see him, I can hear him. He's working on it. How's it going, guys? I can hear him now. You, you can hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. And can you see me now? Yes, there we go. There's that goddamn face I've been waiting for. There's our Gabby. <laughs> I did it. I made a show and got the guy on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Race Wars, brother. Last time I was here, I was attacked with a, a cell phone. She whipped a cell phone on my head. Oh, that's right. Almost forgot. It was a right. great <laughs> uh, How's the family and everything? Let's start there. How's everybody holding up in all this COVID? I don't know. Not great. I mean, my son is a baseball guy, so he has his team, and that's his crew, and then he's got his gang, and that's everything's great. But my daughter's kind of goth, and she's lost. <laughs> uh, and then my son... He's seven, and in the in the suburbs, there's no playdates or anything. So he wants me to play with him, and seven-year-olds are fucking retarded. <laughs> oh, there you go. Two minutes in, and already got retarded. Now. <laughs> like, I, what do you want me? To, you want to talk about Among Us? And uh, like that—that's the game these little kids play. So he wants to talk uh-huh. about all the video games he plays, and I'm like, I don't play those games. I'm an adult. Well, how old is the baseball kid? How is he getting to like getting to play baseball with his friends? Yeah, he's twelve. They had their little league. Everything went normal this year. I mean, it was delayed, but everything went relatively normal. Although, okay. get it. 
we go to this uh, uh, baseball tournament, Carl Ripken Field, and the hotel we're staying in is the field. So yeah. there's a hotel bar, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to get alcohol poisoning. This is going to be nuts. And all the dads, he's, I'm, I haven't lived in the suburbs since the 80s. So okay. all the dads are like, all right, boys, we ready to rock? And they go, oh, well, come on, Gavin. It's uh, 930. I sound like a black comedian doing a white guy. You're in uh, love with Rashid. You're in love with Rashid <laughs> from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Rashid doing a white guy. And uh, they're like, oh, Gavin, it's 930. We have to get up at 6. I'm hitting the hay. I could. I had one dad that was willing to party. One dad out of a whole baseball team. It's Cal Ripken Junior Stadium. So where are you, in Maryland somewhere? Yeah, in Maryland. Boom, nailed it. Because that's the Baltimore Orioles uh, legend. Yes, correct. You know what's a trip? Yeah. Last year I was at that same uh, tournament, and we couldn't get into the hotel that was at the Carl Ripken thing because it was sold out. So I stayed at a motel nearby, and I yeah. saw a Nazi skinhead. And he was wow. in the elevator. And I was I like, Jesus. For all we hear about you guys in the media, 24 hours a day, I'm actually seeing one live in the elevator. I thought you would say, why are you so late? I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I, said, I said, hey, Eddie, what's going on? <laughs> you got my room key? <laughs> How's everything going with Anne? Are you guys still in a relationship, or uh, did you break up? Or... <laughs> a relationship? Oh, me and Ann Coulter? No, I'm talking Okay. I think you said Ann. But she asks about you, by the way. Ann Coulter asks about you. She well, was I, got trying to get you. I got beef with you and Ann Coulter. Why? Okay. What? Yes. What she is showed it? me a picture of you in her pool, and you're wearing fucking swim shoes in a pool? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had on swim shoes. <laughs> For what? Because I just walked from the back, so I just jumped in the pool. First of all, Bill's, Bill Schultz's phone was in the pool, so <laughs> for overnight. <laughs> I just so, had a yeah. from the pool. An okay. Do you what? not like people seeing your toes? Is that it? No. No, I had my toes out, but I had just jumped <laughs> in the pool from the pool house. And when like you walk back there, you? Walk back there, it's slippery as shit. Bill fell twice. When you walk by the pool right there, it's slippery as shit. So you're saying that, that are you implying that Bill lost his phone because he slipped? No, Bill, two things happened to him. He fell twice, one time holding wine next to the pool because it was wet. <laughs> Second time, he couldn't find his phone. We woke up, he couldn't find his phone, looking everywhere for it. I look in the pool, I'm like this, is that your phone at the bottom of the pool? <laughs> <laughs> and it still worked. It and worked. then he said, give me my I shoes, I'm going in. <laughs> I'm going for a swim. I need the grip. Every time I party with him, the next day is fucking AIDS, like Tom Hanks level AIDS. <laughs> I can't walk for two days. He is a party animal in that one. So Holy. what are y'all going to do? What are you going to do when your boy Trump loses this uh, election next week? What you and your proud boys got planned? He told y'all to stand back and stand by. <laughs> Idiots. Well, we have this button. I have this button on my desk. It has Trump right. on it. And okay. all I do, when I push this button, I release yeah. the Kraken. And <laughs> they come... They come from, they'll start coming. You, you ever be in a, a garage that has a stone wall that's like old stone? And if there's some sort of boom explosion, snakes come out through the cracks. Not that's in my personal experience. <laughs> that's what's going to happen if Trump loses. I push this button and everybody dies. Okay. So, uh, first of all, don't say if because he's definitely losing. 
I don't you know, homie. You win in a landslide. I'll bet you 100 bucks. Sherrod, what you want to bet 100 bucks? What, bet 100 bucks on that? What you say, he's going to win? Doy, I'll bet you okay, 100 yeah. bucks. Yes. It's okay. gone. It's a Great. bet. Fantastic. He's going to take a nice ranking. It's so going to be poor. And the left is going to go nuts, and they're going to talk about uh, they're going to talk about a recount. They're going to say we didn't count all the mail-in ballots, and they're going to be bitching about it well into January when he's and he's going to say, guys, I got to start my job. It's January first, so and they're going to <laughs> yeah, right. So just imagine, just tell me this: if he does lose, what would be your first reaction? Because I think he's losing this one. I thought he was going to win the first one. I think he's losing this one. It's going to be really bad for America. It's going to be a turning point for this country's civilization. We're going to it, it possibly irrevocably go off at a tangent over the cliff. Why? And we are what, at the, the end of the cliff. Why? But Why? the country will lie. Where to begin? Uh, we're going to start heading to socialism. It will be the death of the family. We're letting all these politically correct cunts dictate policy. It's The whole world's going to turn into a college campus. All of America will turn into fucking bullshit, trans bathroom culture war garbage. And all the lunatics, the fringe lunatics that we've been seeing burning down the country for the past five months, those people will be given validity and they'll be the mainstream establishment. Things like the Green New Deal will be discussed as a plausible idea. And Jesus, we'll be fucked. Why these are some, like, some okay. grandpa-ass talking points. <laughs> and the transes <laughs> yeah. will be everywhere, right. and the bathrooms will be federal crimes. <laughs> well, I'm oh, obviously being hyperbolic to be colorful. like a crazy old man. Calm, calm the fuck down. <laughs> the green Look at the past five months. Okay. Look at the past five months. That will be America. That is, that's the left's idea of America. That's what they do when they're in control. Is what they do you mean us trying to pull together and beat this pandemic as a nation? Like that? Yeah, what are you talking about? How could about? we do more? How could we do more? I was just at a bar. I had to sit six feet apart from some old lady who was bitching about fucking Trump. And I've got my mask on. I got to put it on when I go to the bathroom. Then I can take it off. I had to ha sit next to a fake sandwich. I'm not even going to fucking eat. That's wrapped in cellophane. I like, I like how you were angry that you had to sit six feet away from some lady bashing Trump. You wanted to sit right next to her, didn't you, you fucking antagonist? But too close <laughs> to a sandwich. <laughs> oh, I antagonized her, okay? That's the beauty of, of six feet. You can still antagonize. She said, she was actually saying, she listened to this retired cop who was another six feet away. And he goes, I'm getting worried. I'm getting worried these fuckers are going to steal the election with their fucking mail-in shit. And then she goes, oh, and she's saying to her friend, can you believe this idiot, this imbecile? This is how they talk, those racists. I don't know how race keeps coming up, by the way. <laughs> I always like to hear it. It's definitely on race wars. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yeah, talking but about do you, but you know that whole that mail-in ballot shit is going to be a front. You know that's a whole cockamamie story. It's never been a problem. Why would it be a problem now? And if anything, it's been less than fucking... One percent of one percent. No, it's not less than one percent and one percent. It's rampant. They're they're throwing ballots in the garbage. Check out Project Veritas's work. We're already seeing hundreds of ballots thrown in the trash, totally destroyed. We're seeing the the post office fuck with the window where you can see that it says Republican on the ballot. Wait, Mail fraud is a major you, problem in this country. Usually, when ballots are fucked with, is black people ballots or Democratic ballots. When do you see a garbage can full? 
first of all, so you're saying that hundreds of ballots so far have been thrown away. Thousands, hundreds? How much? To, to, enough to affect the election? Thousands of Republican ballots have been thrown in the garbage. That is the pattern with mail fraud. It's a damn thing because the right is more honest than the left. The left is good at scams. They're, they're really just Bolsheviks who want to win no matter what. That's why you see Jews, liberal Jews, turn their backs on Israel because they don't really care about the truth or even themselves. They just need Harry, to win. Why do I get him? You know what's funny? He actually said the one thing that I can't get him on because liberal Jews do turn their backs on Israel and I'm an Israeli Jew and I don't play like that. I'm actually like, I'm on the left to you, Gavin, of everything, but not Israel. Israel, I'm like, actually kind of on the right and like, people don't love it about but me. But where did Israel get the term? I, was, I, I can understand if you say Haiti got their back turned on by America, but how is Israel? Yeah, people After say that all, all the, the millions time. And millions of dollars. That's what everybody says. Like, everybody says, yeah, how, can, how can Israel be, be, how can America be turning their back on Israel when we still support them with so much money and so many military exercises and intelligence and whatnot? And the truth is that that's not what turning your back on Israel means. Those are strategic interests. The United States is never going to abandon its strategic interests in the in 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 the Middle, the East Middle East because you know it has this one pinprick of democracy where we can kind of also be. So that's separate from being on Israel's side. Those are two different things. And the things that we're white daughter is that your name, white daughter? Now, yes, uh, yes, it is. It's my it's my Native American name. Uh, but there's two different Americans. Republicans, Orthodox Jews, they, the right is donating to Israel. The left, including Jews, hates Israel. Well, so the right, the like Orthodox the Jews are not, the Orthodox Jews are not necessarily uh, donating to Israel. A lot of them are anti-Zionists because they believe that no, they should have just come back the Bible. Yes, honey, yes. Orthodox Jews, there's a few freaks who think that you shouldn't have Israel because Jesus hasn't returned yet as the Messiah or whatever. No, 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 but, we're uh, talking about Jews, not Christians, Jews. We're talking about I understand, Jews. But there are Hasidic Jews that think that you can't have Israel until the true Messiah has returned or some shit. Yeah, I don't actually right. know the whole story. But um, the 90% the of Orthodox Jews support Israel. Uh, probably the same number of, of conservatives support Israel. Yeah. But I would say 70% of the left doesn't support Israel. And I would, I would agree with you. And I would agree with I you. I wouldn't agree yes. to that. I wouldn't and say yet, 70% no, of the it's left true. agree with the no, left a lot, and, but but you have to define. But what a lot of people think just because you, and a lot of people think just because you support Palestinians and Palestinian rights that you somehow don't support Israel, and that's not true. Fuck Palestine! What a fucking. I didn't know that we would agree <laughs> so much. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know what? I know I'm in agreement. Hollywood. You ever heard of Hollywood? Fuck the what, people what who don't Palestine. want peace. What do you have against Palestine, Gavin? Palestine is designed to brawl. It's worse than Antifa. They have no intention of any <laughs> reconciliation <laughs> in Israel. What? Antifa's not a real thing. They don't, but uh, separately from that, separately from that, when they, when, Palestinians don't want peace. They've said it vocally. If you see the Palestinian leadership saying something in, is in English, switch to it in Arabic and subtitle that shit because that is not what they say. They don't actually want peace. It might be ordinary people who do, but they're not in charge. But the ordinary people is what matters, not just the government. It's like what people want. 
And the sometimes people who make the decision are in the under regime that they can't control themselves. But they elected them. The whole, they, they elected these people. Land. They deserve their land. The people elected their government. There was a democratic election among the Palestinians, and they elected democratically a terrorist leadership. They did that. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton at Camp David. He set up the sweetest deal Palestine could ever imagine. Israel was not thrilled with it. They go, "What the fuck." This is not uh, fair, but we'll think about it. And Yasser Arafat walked out of the room and said, fuck you, because Palestine can never have a deal or they're done. Right. It's, it's like Antifa never having an enemy. They don't exist after that. They need a bad guy. They need to be throwing rocks with their fucking sitting in a wheelchair with a rock on a fucking string going, I'm handicapped fighting you're for so justice. Right. You're so right. If, if, if so you're not so right. No, he's so right. If the Palestinians didn't have Israel to push back on all the time, they would have to handle their own shit. The but leadership you also would suddenly be accountable people, to their own people. But, but you also talk about the people who are fucking under oppression right now. They can't even travel out of that area. They can't even take a plane trip to Paris. Or fucking, fucking bullshit. There's Palestinians all over the world. Why are they bitching about not being able, why are they bitching that they have to go through a wall and all this big security check to go to Israel? Then don't go if you don't like it. Like, who but gets mad at But they can't even come to New York, Gavin. They can't go to Canada. They can't fly out of there. But there are Palestinians in New York, and there are Palestinians in Canada. The That's ones not that left. Omar, she seemed to get over here okay. <laughs> you don't like her either? Fuck no. She's <laughs> a good one. Gavin. She married her husband. I mean, she married her fucking brother. It's so she weird to be agreeing this much. No, she You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, this book, The Death of the West, where Patrick Buchanan <laughs> was saying, he was talking about the, the time for apologies is past. But if middle America believes that capitulations and reparations will buy peace in our time, it deludes itself. If there were no more demands, the race racketeers would have to find a new line of work. But as long as the silent majority keeps exceeding their demands, they will keep making them. Time to just say no. BLM is just like Palestine. But They're first of all, Pat Buchanan, they didn't fucking see our terms. They never gave us anything. It's never been reparations. So how do you say it? If you, how can you just imagine if you do do this, this will happen? It's like, first of all, do right by what you did wrong. And then, didn't you then get reparations in stolen bikes alone? Sorry? Did <laughs> you that's, Puerto reparations? that's Puerto Ricans, Gavin. <laughs> and I told you I can get that back for you. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen bikes, welfare, Jesus. No, no, we need <laughs> land and wealth. It's about land and wealth that was stolen from us, that was taken away. The, the 40 acres and a mule? No, bigger than the 40 acres. Just like the, the, the Wall Street shit that happened years ago, 1919. Oh, like, that old fucking To give you an example. Stop whining all the time about that shit. Like, the Scots were under siege <laughs> for 700 years from the English. The, the Irish, Irish, Irish genocide. Irish gen the Civil War was a genocide. Listen, Plus, I saw five million today. I saw Braveheart. Relax, fucking William Wallace. I know what you've been through. <laughs> fucking asshole. But Fighting about it. The guy is taking plane like nobody's business. If you talk to an English guy about a Scott, he'd be like, "That's all. Oh, they're whining. They're whining about this and whining about that." Yeah, he'd be right. He'd be right. right. Because some of those whines is actual complaints and actual like real shit that need to be fucking resolved. Some of that stuff. What do you want? Up. What do you want? If I give you a thousand bucks, will you shut up? Uh, how about five, five grand and this, just from you, I'll, I'll shut up to you. <laughs> okay. That's an open deal from all black people in America. 
if a white person gives that one black guy five grand, then he will shut up to that one individual guy. That one individual guy, yes. Let's get a GoFundMe going with that. Get all your proud boys on there. Throw me five grand each. You won't hear from me. I'm contemplating that. I'm contemplating that. <laughs> Let's make it happen. So what is this? What is the, what, how did you take that whole stand back and stand by message from Trump when he said it? Well, I took it how all sane people take it, which uh -oh. is a typo. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to go like this and to freak out liberals and to say, "Ooh, we've got the magic red button, and we're gonna fucking unleash the Kraken on November fifth." But he said, "Stand black and stand by." He was stand trying to remember. Stand black, not black, not stand black. No, he did say stand black. If you listen closely, he he was mumbling. He goes, "Stand, stand black, stand by." He was trying to remember the word. Stand black. He was trying to remember the word stand down. And I don't even think he knows who the Proud Boys are, but it was fun to fuck around with that and pretend that, you know, it was a call to arms. But, uh, and the media loved to run with it. And so did the Lincoln Project and ABC News and, and yeah, everyone. You made some t-shirt money? You made some t-shirt money, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Enrique Tario, the head of the Proud Boys, he made $28,000 that day. Jesus Christ. He's a in t-shirts. And ain't he Cuban? What is he doing out there with the Proud Boys? Ain't he a Cuban? Are you implying that the Proud Boys are racist? No, I'm just implying that they're all white, the ones I've seen. They're not all white. They're disproportionately multicultural. Who? Name me some. Who you been hanging out with that's a black? Who's a black Proud Boy, ain't he? I can, I can name at least fucking 20 black Proud Boys that I've hung out with and partied with. Hmm. Yosef, uh, what's his name? Yosef Azaria, Eddie Klimkins, uh, Dwayne Johnson. And what, uh, how, and what is their allegiance to it? So how do they fit into, how would a black Proud Boy fit into the Proud Boys? I'll like, tell you how. It's, it's the same with the gays and it's the same with the Jews. When a black man declares himself MAGA and decides he supports Trump, he gets totally shut down. His community. Uh, not for me. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. I do understand what you're saying. Because, like we only have one choice, and that pisses me off as a black man. It's like I always say, if somebody vote for Trump, be black. I'm I'm fine for that. I just want to know your reasonings why. I never say you don't have a right or how dare you sell us out. It's like that's the dumbest shit. It's like let one of the reasons why we wanted to be free is free from even our own judgment in our own community. It's like let us fucking let each man make his own choice. Damn. Dude, politics is just how you interpret numbers. So I think that raising the minimum wage too high hurts businesses. I think 30 million illegals is too much, but 5 million isn't an issue. That's my interpretation of the numbers. Why the fuck are families splitting up based on how different people interpret different numbers? It's just an interpretation of data. And we've turned it into this, like, sports thing where you like the Yankees, I like the Red Sox, we can overlook at each other. But it's yeah. it's just a data thing. But well, he, the, the thing about the Proud Boys is, like, take a gay, for example, Chadwick Moore. He came out as MAGA, right? His whole community hates him. He gets told to fuck off on the street. He goes to his local gay bar that he used to go to, and they tell him to leave. He can't have a beer there. So we sit there with open arms and say, come on in, Chad. Come on in, black MAGA guy. Come on in, black Jew guy. And so we end up with more blacks than they are, more than 14% black, more than 3% Jewish, more than whatever percentage they are in the population. Because 
All we care about is that you accept that the West is the best, and it is. So that's the so that's what you say. The Proud Boys are all about. That's all y'all about is that the West is the best, and it's not like misogynistic. And, and they have a racist. dick though, because can, girls can't be Proud Boys. No, that's normal though. All men's clubs, the Knights of Columbus, the the Masons, all men's clubs are like that, and women's clubs are like that. You can't have a dick if you're in a women's club. That's like fraternities and sororities. I get it, fraternity, because you keep saying it, referring to it. I see in writings as a fraternity. So okay, like so fraternities, fraternities are already like separated by gender. I understand that, but what would be like the black proud boys? Like, where do y'all divide on uh, on an issue? Like, how do they feel about a Black Lives Matter or, like, the police violence a systematic they racism? And they where, do you stand on it? where do you stand? Do you believe systematic racism is a real thing? No, no I do not. I and think... How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you come to that conclusion? Ten unarmed Blacks were killed by police last year. Two of them were not charging police, trying to hurt them. Those two cops are in big shit, as they should be. Twenty Blacks are killed by Blacks every day. Police brutality represents a minuscule fraction of dead blacks. It's not a thing. If you care no, about but black it's not lives, when it comes compared to other races and other situations where blacks are being killed, you appear more in the crime stats, my friend. That's not true. What? Wait, who, who appears more in the crime stats? You saying blacks black. commit more crimes than white people in the country? Disproportionate to their representation of the population, wildly so. But they always no, maybe charged, maybe charged with it, maybe charged and convicted and prosecuted with uh, at a disproportionate charge. But that don't mean that all these things are real things, Gavin. You know that. Okay, so magically, black white people are out there murdering, doing drugs, killing people, and they're just not getting caught. But black people are seventy-five percent of black murders are not prosecuted. Those twenty blacks that get killed a day, about fifty of totally unlooked into and even that point you made don't you think that's systematic racism that they're not looked into why they're not looking into that is. That that is. that's welfare that's the What's left welfare? the black crime rate what do you mean i mean that we've incentivized women to dump their baby daddy and stay single because there's money in that we paid you money to the dump separate families the government the separate separate families. families. They Welfare separate if a man couldn't be in the house, you would lose your food stamps. If a man was in the house, the government made that, said that to us. Yes, I agree. The left-wing government, the Democrats. They just, they just white people doing this to us. We don't know left-wing, right-wing. We just know that's the white man who made that okay. rule. All right. Well, that's the white man who made that rule. And go ahead and kill them because I don't like them either. But when you have no, no father, you have no discipline. And when, when before welfare, blacks appeared in crime stats about the same as whites. And that's because they had a family, they had a father figure. Without a but father like, figure, did you have so a father you figure? Like, this, the, like the, the, the law around? against like having a, a crack rock against cocaine and getting 40 years to life and then getting a slap on the hands on cocaine because most white kids had that in their hands and was using that, even though you can take that cocaine and make 40 crack rocks, but one crack rock will get you more. You don't think that was systematically to weed out black people? Because drug addiction is not a crime. Drug addiction that's, is not a crime. That's an 80s thing. And there's just something about, there's something about crack where, you know, when white people do coke, they just tend to talk a girl's ear off. When black people do crack, they seem to do a hell of a lot more than talk a girl's ear off. But like what? speaking of like what? I don't know, Rob. I know Stork. a lot of people who did crack and just lost their job, but they didn't kill nobody. Okay. 
have you have you seen the past five months the behavior of black americans in the past five months uh i am one of them what are you trying to say about my behavior <laughs> i'm trying to say that blacks are behaving very badly for the past five I months but but speaking of proud boys Proud Boys are totally against the drug war. It's essentially a liberal club. They say they want to end the drug war. They don't like that there's so many pr people in prison. They want to end welfare. They don't like that it's shattering the black family. They always say we need more American families. That's more well, black families. If you want to end any of these things that's clearly, you know, results of systematic racism, why can't you just agree that systematic racism exists? I don't think that the crack coke thing, which is an ancient trope, that I don't think that is necessarily a racial thing. I think that was them. That was back when, and by the way, this is all right wing stuff you're talking about. Joe Biden was this, the predator guy. Hillary Clinton was the super. I know that. White they were all that. That was Nancy Reagan was all about fucking. Oh, that's not. Uh, when it comes to black people, Gavin, this is how we vote. We know we're going to have a foot in our ass. We just look for the person with the smallest feet. That's hot. But, that's, it's like, but this is how it is. You know, I remember I was talking to Dante Nero, and he was like, you know, you don't know what it's like. Every time I get in my car, I don't know if I'm coming home alive. And I'm like, that's Jesus. Because dates. That's because of the dates he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Blue-haired feminists who want to be abused. But uh, that whole, like, the talk thing, or this whole mentality that cops want to kill you, and, you know, you live in a racist society, that is an anvil around your neck. Stop thinking like that. You know, I did it once. I was black. Like it still happens, Gavin. It's still a thing. I'm here right in, in front of telling you that, of course, I've been harassed by the cops before. I mean, one time I was coming from a Boy Scout fucking meeting. A Boy Scout meeting. Yeah, you should be mad at the black dudes that started that pattern where you feel like you were associated with that group. Like, you know the whole thing about a woman grabbing her purse in the elevator? Right. If I was a black dude and a, and a woman grabbed her purse in the elevator, I'd go, thanks a lot, black dudes who stole women's purses. Now they think I'm you, you fucking asshole. But that's the thing. A lot of this is based on an imaginary black person who stole a purse. A lot of these women never had their purse ever touched by a black person. You think they yeah. all had a purse stole by a black person before? No. Okay. It's just things that put in their head. It's black just a, male, It's just a fucking dreamy dream. Black males are 7% of the population. What percentage of the population of, of purse snatchers do you think are, are black males? I have no idea. Seven? Not a lot. I don't think it's seven. I think it's probably four. <laughs> okay. What's the I, percentage it's, of white crimes that put families out of their houses? Great Who point. Those? Great point. Yeah, those are horrible. And those people should and be first. More than just one woman's purse. That affects a whole fucking neighborhood and Millions of people and families and kids and can't go to college because some asshole, one asshole usually or two, but does a lot of damage to a whole bunch of people on Wall Street or somewhere else still in their fucking finances. Are you still talking about that black Wall Street that got blowed up? No, like no, 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 not, I said uh, Wall Street, Wall Street this time, where they build to keep the Indi Indians out, <laughs> uh, natives, I should say. <laughs> yeah, those are bad news, and those people get prosecuted. Seventy-five percent of ghetto crime doesn't get prosecuted. You got to revert. Why, why is that? What, who's failing us then? That's not black people failing black people because that's the yeah, that's, that's, that is, the that's, that's the That's the prosecutors not wanting to prosecute. No. That's the dude. dude, I got two proud boys in prison for four years because of this bullshit Congrats. narrative. Congratulations. <laughs>
they fought they fought Antifa for 17 seconds because of this oh, bullshit. Oh, in New York, that's the New York thing? Was that the New York yeah. footage? That's the New York thing. Antifa said, want to fight? Proudboy said, yes. Proudboys beat the shit out of them for 17 seconds. They didn't press charges. They said, fuck you, pigs. And they got 17, I'm sorry, they got four years in prison. I'm going to visit them next weekend. That's, uh, that's the way the jury is now. The system is totally left wing now. It, it lets people get away with murder. And if you're Trump or mega, especially in a place like New York, you're fucked. But here's the good news. Those two guys who got arrested, because of systematic racism, they'll come out with more black friends. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because I got a letter from one of them and he said, uh, he said, he goes, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with 100% black people these days and I think I'm turning black. And he yeah, goes, he loves that. he's like, I was wrong all this time. <laughs> he's, no, he's not racist. One of them has a black wife and black kids, by the way. Out of uh, the two you can still hate black men. You can hate us more because uh, you're not women. He hates his black son. How do you feel about how do you feel about the Joe. Proud Boys being right. like co-opted? Oh, so look, when people think about Proud Boys, they think about racism, right? But you're saying it's not racist. You guys don't care about race. That it's the West is the best and dicks only. <laughs> so what is what? How, what? how do you feel about Proud Boys kind of being co-opted as like this racist, um, like racist talking point? on the left, like the left completely assumes, you're saying it's not, the left assumes 100% that it is. And wasn't the Proud Boys saying the anti-Semitic, wasn't it saying the Jews want to replace us, that's the Proud Boys too? No, that's not the fucking Proud Boys. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm asking, I didn't say it was, I said, is it? I didn't know. That's those assholes in Charlottesville. We disavowed Charlottesville, we said, don't go near it, it's bad news. There's Proud Boys Israel, we're, we're Zionists. Okay. I can feel sometimes like the White Sox and the Cubs. I don't then know. Why does every then why do people think you guys are racist if you're not? Hey, I'm mad that you didn't let me finish my funny story. Oh yeah, so, finish it, finish it, finish it. So Max Hare, he goes, this black guy the other day, he walks by my cell and he goes, You heard? And he goes, I think I had heard. <laughs> anyway, jokes. <laughs> Boo. No, that was good. Uh, but he's gonna come out there with a different perspective. I guarantee you that it's gonna be like uh, Orange is the new wow, black. You're still doing the right the shit. Gavin, can you agree with this? The more we Shut interact with each other. He works in the fucking railroads. His co-workers were 50% black. It's not like he's never seen a black guy before. So you got one dude who has a black wife and black kids and is around blacks all the time. And then you have another guy who worked in the railroads. He said he would have a – he had a big argument about slavery one time. And the black guy goes, okay, we got to settle this. In the in the in the the fucking uh, Grand Central in the railroads there, the workers who do the, the tracks, they have a yeah. fight, room and they work it out. So he had just had a fight with a guy to work to settle their differences about some dumb slavery argument. He was living the black life. I the, the thing was a, a hilarious joke. And yeah. as far as the appropriation goes, yeah, it drives me fucking bananas. It's the farthest thing from the truth. I've explained it a million times. Mm -hmm. I've experienced my relatives, my friends, but, you know, we're in a, cu a culture right now where they think Trump is a white nationalist. I don't know why. I have because no the idea. The things he says, the white nationalist. Like what? That he like says. tell me what? What? Like make America great again when you think about the 1950s? <laughs> no, he's talking about the 1980s. He's talking no, about he Reagan. He's talking about when we weren't steeped in shame all the time and talking about how horrible we've been and fucking want to rip down all our statues because we're such horrible, terrible people. Yeah, That's what he's talking about. Some of those statues should have never been up in the first place. 
Confederate propaganda trying to scare black people in the South. You know that, Gavin. 620,000 men died in that war. We should, we should remember it. Yeah, in a museum, not at the fucking, where you got to go to the mail, the post office. <laughs> Every time you go to the post office, now my nan is scared. But the <laughs> colonel who burnt her house down is right out there commemorating. You know, there was a black Confederate soldier, a sergeant, and his, his uniform was tattered. And this Union soldier came up to him after he was caught. He was, he'd become a POW. And he goes, you're black. You're poor. You could never own a slave. Why are you in this war? And he said, because you're here. Yeah, I know that line. I know that line because it was a us them. Because sometimes we even had Stockholm syndrome. Oh come on! It was the, the North wanted to push the South around, and the South doesn't like push being pushed around. Go tell a Southerner that he can't park there. He'll fucking pull his car right into that spot. That's I the way they are. When you tell him that he can't own a own a person, that's different from when you can park, though. Well, Lincoln did say. If I could maintain the union without freeing one slave, I would happily do it. Yeah, Lincoln was a white person too. That's why I won't separate him. <laughs> oh, God, race. What are we on a fucking racial podcast called Race Wars? Whatever happened with fucking Esther, <laughs> by the way? Did you guys have a uh, falling out? At the farm. He wasn't a Jew. He had me fooled this whole time. I thought he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys friends, though? No, yeah, no, yeah, no boy. He was on Race Wars last week. He moved to L.A. He's in L.A. He worked on that Sasha Baron Cohen. I'm going to talk to you about that. He worked on Sasha's show and stayed out in L.A. I did his podcast last week, uh, Can't Get Right. Actually, I named his new podcast, Can't Get Right. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. You know that Kyle dude who does perfect imitations? Yeah, uh, Kyle, Kyle Dunnigan. Dunnigan. Yes. Friend Great of the friend. show. I saw Kyle Dunnigan's podcast, and he has this funny old Jew on who looks like John Benjamin. And I thought, that guy seems fucking funny. And then I realized after, like, four episodes – that's Kurt Metzger. Kurt. It was Kurt, yeah. <laughs> he turned into John Benjamin. Because you think he's Jewish just from his looks, but he's not. And and he got no pull with his business, so you know he ain't no Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So what did he get? White daughter? What? Wasn't White Daughter fucking him? We did yes, for they 10 used to, years. They used to bang for, they used to together for like 10 years. We dated for a decade, yeah. So he yeah. used up the best years of your life? He you let your ovaries dry up? Well, I'm about to kill a couple ovaries right now. <laughs> but no, I think, I think it might have been the other way around. I mean, these are the best years of my life. Have you seen me? You know me then you? and you know me now? <laughs> Do you How have eyes, sir? <laughs> old enough. Well, if you're, you know. I don't know, babe. You know what? Last time that I spoke to you on this podcast, you had a lot to say about shriveling eggs. <laughs> and I don't really need your shriveled egg uh, lecture right now. I'm, my eggs are hanging on by a thread. <laughs> are the but, proud boys? Uh, so you yes, said the, it's the been proud fine. boys. <laughs> the proud boys are not racist. Best of my life are happening now, babe. They chauvinistic. A lot of people, what you say is like a show. What do you call the group? You call the group like, like daddy, like son. Now, chauvinism means extreme patriotism. Male chauvinism means extreme loyalty to men. Uh, uh, Easter chauvinism means you're an extreme Easter patriot or you're obsessed with Easter. So we are, Western, we are Western chauvinists. <laughs> Western this, is chauvinists. this is the American educational system uh, rearing its ugly head. And, well, and now, Laura, now, Laura Bates, uh, author Laura Bates, just came out with a book called Men Who Hate Women. And she was making a lot of points about, you know, some of this aggression toward women, definitely in Western society. 
Um, and uh, do you know about, do you ever heard of her, Laura Bates? No, I'll look her up right now, though. She sounds annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's uh, pretty smart. <laughs> she did a lot of research on this. And uh, she was on, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, what's the shorty's name from CNN? What? I'm a, I'm a poor. Oh, Christian. Yeah, Christian, I'm a poor. She was on her show and she was talking about the just, you know, um, chauvinistic, you know, views of women and uh, a lot of violence that uh, women are like uh, receiving from men. And then some of these uh, points she was making, you it seemed violence. like you talking about proud boys. What are you talking about violence? By the way, she's another woman whose ovaries have dried up. She's 34, single, wow. never had kids. Uh, you'll notice this is a pattern, by the way, with people. Uh -oh, who here, we go. here we go. Here Western we go. <laughs> they, they tend to have just slept on marriage, and they're lonely, overworked. They, they're used as colostomy bags for strangers come via That's social media. How many married people do you know who are lonely and used for colostomy bags for people's cum? Marriage ain't the difference, honey. And are you calling cum shit because that's the, the juice of life, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal with this, this alleged chauvinism. We think that housewives are, uh, should be venerated. We think it's the greatest job in the world. You create life. You shape life. It you should be... It's sure be sitting on your ass doing a fucking irrelevant podcast or, 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 or organizing some other man's daily affairs. Every time a woman, they always seem to be doing social media. They're always like, I run this restaurant's Facebook page or this company's Facebook page or something. They're not curing cancer. And if they are curing cancer, by all means, go nuts. Why don't, you just hang out? Why don't you just hang out with more interesting women? What if you just hung out with a woman who did some yes. cool shit? <laughs> Instead of judging all women by the four women you know who run what do you do? Places. What do you do? What are your jobs? I'm a writer. She You're graduated a writer. from NYU? Yeah, I'm a writer and I'm a comic. You, first of all, we've had this conversation. How many books have you written? Who's fucking talking about books? I'm trying to make money, babe, not just sit around writing books. I make okay. a living writing. So you make a living writing. What do you, yes. where do you work? Daily Beast? What do you blog? What? I am not at liberty to tell you where I work. <laughs> Shut up, white daughter. I know. It sounds shady as shit, but I, I can't tell you that on yeah. air. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think fine. you rent work. I think someone else, I think your dad pays no, your rent. Writer. She does I think the my creative dad pays my rent. That's, that's There's no true. way you pay your rent with writing. There's why? no way. Why? Because I'm too cute? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Because I would have heard. No, seriously. What's your? What's your? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What, what, what's your? Why would you? So you know every female writer. Let's say in New York, you know every female writer. Why would you even have cause to doubt me? I know I that writing. Good living writing. Writing in the '80s in Hunter days was five dollars a word. Uh, in the oh, early days, you said that last time too. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now it's now like twenty bucks an article and online so if you were one of the few writers like lauren hillenbrand like michelle malkin like ann coulter if you're one of the few women who paid their bills with writing i would have heard of you no, i don't even you know wouldn't. your name gavin you are so fucking old what do you write medical journals there are so many ways to make a living writing and i oh, so do it dad got you a job at a pharmaceutical company writing pamphlets is that what, what do you it know is? about my dad is this because i'm a jew that's not real writing <laughs> 
What do you know about I'm my dad? pamphlets for a, a medical here's journal. Thing, here's the thing, Gavin. Right. When you were talking about, you know, oh, we're not racist, you know, we're not misogynist, whatever. I was like, okay, actually, you and I actually agree on a bunch of things. But now that you're just spewing absolute fucking baseless nonsense, I go, oh, that's how, that's who my buddy Gavin is. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. No, well, my dad didn't give me a job, idiot. Prove me wrong. How do you make your money? Why would I owe you to prove that? You don't owe me, you but you're calling tax me wrong. You're calling me wrong, but you won't you tell me what you're taxes, and you want it from my white daughter. Shameful. So how do Shameful. I know that? How do I know Shameful. you're wrong? Uh, I'm wrong? Kevin, it's not a priority for me to make you know what I know. But you can take right. my word because, well, wait, I, I, I'll tell you right now. If I weren't making a living writing, I would just admit that to you right now. I'd say, oh, I have some other kind of job and I like to write on the side. I make a decent living writing. In fact, I have more writing work than I know what to do with. You don't have to have heard of me. I don't know what that means. I could do medical fucking pamphlets. Anyway. What's uh, a medical pamphlet? Who, are, who do you hang to, out with? Facebook page runners and medical pamphlet writers? If you're not telling us what you do, we can't have this discussion. So stop. Stop. Why? Why would I stop? Get back to the housewife thing. Why uh, would I we stop? Write, I, I, write, I write ad copy. I write articles. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, I write articles. I write, yeah, I write articles. But it's still writing. It's still writing. It's still writing, yeah. You feel challenged. I write for academia. I write all kinds of shit. I write bio-medicine. You're a virgin. I don't know, man. You have never, ever, no matter what I said, you wouldn't have accepted that I make a decent living doing the thing that I love. Yeah, that's all that matters, There isn't a point that I could have No one loves writing ad no one loves that. <laughs> I like it. What do you want? What do you want from me? I like it. I like what I do and I make decent money doing it. Does that yeah, upset you? You? Love it. you know what you would love if you had three little babies that adored you and they said, mommy's home, mommy's home. And, right. and you got to hug them and smell that their sounds, hair. That sounds but why nice can't you have both things, That sounds nice too, but it's yeah, not even for Gavin. <laughs> We've been trying, it is either or. We've been trying yeah. to get a both nights forever. And you can't, children need too much love, unfortunately. You can't be gone for eight hours a day. It just doesn't so work. Think she should be 31 years old right now with three kids. That would be a better life. Oh, yeah. What? In her case, yes. Tits Even in a loveless marriage. <laughs> if you're writing ad copy, by all means, you should be, you know, writing stories for your little kids or reading them it, stories or having story time with that, them. It, it wouldn't have mattered what I'd said. If I'd said, I write novels and I'm a bestseller, it said, well, you should be a bestseller for those little kids. It doesn't no, no. matter what you say. Gavin's daughter, gonna answer about how you daughter. have fucked up. And that's you know what I said to Kennedy? That's I said to Kennedy. You know, you know what I said to Kennedy? I said, it's Kennedy from Fox Business, right? I yeah, said, yeah. You're, you're cursed. You're cursed with this incredible skill where you're so good on TV and doing your monologues and reading your monologues without nary a blip. Like she never stutters or anything in her monologue. And yeah. you're cursed with this ability where it's, you're worth like at least 350K, maybe 600K a year at Fox News. So you can't be with your daughters because you'd be stupid to pass up this opportunity. And I almost feel sorry for you for being this talented because what, what, you have to What, would you say the same thing to a man? What? Would you say the same thing to a man? No, absolutely not. Well, men are well, good. be there for his, his family too. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, men are but we're not as good with kids. Like when we we don't have the patience. All women are better with kids than all men. Absolutely, and that's that's no. verifiably true in the animal what a kingdom. Dumb thing to say. What? That's why? Not 
It's you lose people when you talk old. <laughs> Why don't you? It's 2020. You lose people when you talk like that. You, you and I actually agree on so much, but your old ass boomer ass views are so, are so out of touch, are so fucking out of touch. You're right about Israel. You're actually right about all kinds of stuff. I don't, we don't disagree. By the way, Gary. I love kids. I can't wait to have kids. We're on the same side as oh, that. You're right and right I'm not being from home when I do that. Our glass has been turned upside down. The sand is dripping down. 30 to 35 is the hourglass. Honey, Kurt Meghan Markle had her first year. kid. Kurt, Kurt, I, Kurt, I was with him for his best years. Meghan Markle <laughs> had her first kid at the It's 2020, you fucking ancient boomer. You, you don't know what they've done to eggs, have you? You're, you've been, I don't, last time you came on the He's show. Last time you came on the show, you told us that you couldn't wait. This is how good your, your girl has it. You couldn't wait to get home so you could do some good old-fashioned marital raping of your woman who has no choice. <laughs> forgive me, Gavin. You have to forgive me if that's not my dream. Is it, wow. okay? is it possible if that's not my absolute that on a humorous dream. podcast, there was some humor in the marital raping? You think is she's sitting that is it possible that you came on a podcast to give your real views and now you say, well, it was a humorous podcast and I was just saying humor. Okay, so... So it's a handmaid's tale at my house, and my poor wife is screaming in pain every night I, I come home. This poor is, woman. I pray for her a, every day. This is from <laughs> Gavin's mouth to my ears, and his poor, I prayed for her ever since. Your wife has How, how disingenuous is it for someone in comedy to use jokes against the person because they're losing an argument and they want to take things literally to give themselves more credence? I That's haven't like, lost a single argument. First of all, we're not arguing about what I do and whether I like it. That's not an argument that you even have the option of winning. So we're not, I there's an argument that is, I didn't have no the option likes, of losing it. No one likes writing copy. No one likes that. Some people, some people, if, I mean, if you can make a living instead of have moving you ever, furniture. Who likes you, moving furniture? So first you tell me that I'm not a real writer. Then I tell you I write, I make a good living, and I like it. Then you tell me writing ad copy is not something someone would enjoy. Why don't you take it from an actual writer who likes writing? I like it. I like I mean, what I've written, I've written I more than you ever I've written more books, articles, ad copies than you could ever conceive of in yeah. your head. Who fucking so I'm cares? familiar with the genre. I'm very familiar with the yes, genre. Yes, my life. Are you working on your here? Yeah, I'm, I'm a professional. Are you, are you working on like a new uh, handbook for the Proud Boys or something? You know, I'm kind of disenchanted with writing in general. I think it might be a dead art. You should try uh, to make a copy. It's the best. It's sort of like stand-up in a way. Like you, you do a stand-up set at a club and you just slay and and 30 to 50, maybe 100 people see you destroy. And you go, that was an ego boost. That was great. I got to hone that material. That was fun. But then if you were to do that on YouTube, it could be like 5 million. And right. similarly, back when I was writing, I'd spend three days on an article, uh, like say that's, you know, 1,200 words, and chat, fact check and everything. Maybe like, I don't know, uh, 2,000 people would see it. Or right. I could barf out the concept and not even research it as well. Like you, it, when you're barfing out something on video, you can go, don't you get the feeling that Joe Biden may have fucked Hunter Biden? I mean, pedophilia is like hereditary, right? The victims tend to do the same thing. And it's- So this is like- Which one is this? So you, what do you, think? You, can start, you can start, like you just throw a theory out. And then that has like 
600,000 views and you haven't even hammered out how you feel about it yet. You're just conjecturing. So I'm kind of preferring video like this, this, what we're doing right now, that would be like, if it was an article, it would take us like a week and right. this is boom done. And it'll see, it'll see, it's got to see at least 30,000 people. Right. So, but, so, but it's not research. Ain't like somebody coming here to get actual, it's like, you got to take everything we say with a grain of salt on this show. Right. Then you go look it up. You go look up. Are you men are male mammals better with kids than female mammals? And but do you think people, when you say things like, oh, oh Joe Biden <laughs> fucked Hunter Biden, do you think people are going out and doing the research to see if that's true or not? Or are they just repeating it, regurgitating some dumb shit? As, like, no, they're not repeating it. They're definitely not repeating it. But they're going, huh, that's kind of got some merit to it. For example. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God, we're doomed. Has no gross merit. <laughs> His daughter Ashley said she had inappropriate showers with him, and she's been in and out of rehab her whole life. We've seen him smell children, inhale their hair. I do that too. I smell children. You just you know, recommended you know, that I have kids so I can smell them. You said, don't you no, want to go he, home and smell your three kids? Yeah, not, not <laughs> and I said, random, yes, I do. <laughs> not strangers, my dear. Not random children on the street. Why not? I'll, just, I'll decide who I smell. Oh, All <laughs> people oh, always do that. Oh, we now, do now, they don't smell the way he smells. He doesn't sniff. He inhales children. Some and so you got Ashley, you got Hunter Biden. He's nude with little kids. He's nude with kids, doing crack, getting high. And you think, isn't it possible he learned this from dad? That's Are you thinking this yeah. all from that stolen laptop that Giuliani got? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that he, some dude was holding for a year and a half before he turned it over to somebody. So is the laptop fake or the pictures photoshopped? How do you know who's been in there in that a year and a half? <laughs> They're sitting. So nobody in the email explained everything and provided audio tapes and everything to corroborate those emails. But forgot the emails. What about the photos? What about the photos of him naked with a minor behind him on the bed? <laughs> I didn't. Was it a minor on the bed behind him? Yeah. I saw him naked on the bed and it had like a pipe or some shit. And you know, people right. got drunk on him. But I didn't I, see a minor on the bed. Gateway Pundit, check it out. <laughs> minor on the bed. <laughs> it sounds like a new song by Justin Bieber. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. I don't laugh until you're sure I'm wrong, by the way. Why, but, don't uh, I laugh? Why can't I laugh either way? I don't don't tell me when to it. laugh. But if you, but this could be one of those things you're just throwing out there. It could. Like fucking if you fucked them. And then and people go like, ah. Oh, I'm saying, no, I'm, I'm saying. The bed. It's, Hunter Biden was definitely naked with underage girls and possibly his niece. What is a theory is that he learned this from dad. I'm just, okay. that, that's say unequivocally that stupid, Trump was not. stupid, theory based on nothing. Trump has never been? Trump has never been in that predicament. No, Trump has never fucked uh, a, an underage girl ever. It's not his oh. cup of tea. He, he just, likes oh, he just got a, he just got a handful of Ivanka every now and again, and then he was man. all good. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, his daughter? He really believed that? So uh, you there's think, there's photographic evidence. Was, wait, wait, wait. He loves his evidence. Just look it up, Gavin. Do the research. I've looked it up. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about a normal way that a daughter sits on a father's lap. I'm going to throw up. You <laughs> <laughs> kids. You don't understand. Um, but let me get back to You know to how the, no Trump did it? You know how no Trump did it? Had been with yeah. a younger girl, uh, underage girl? Because he wouldn't wow. let Elvis do anything he wouldn't do. 
<laughs> he kicked out Jeffrey Epstein for getting too frisky with the, the masseuse at his country club. He's not a – he's – those kind this of guys – after he already been charged, though. This was after shit was already in the, in the spotlight. So he wanted, to be, he wanted to be seen like, hey, I'm the sheriff getting him out of here. No, nah, you knew before. Now that it's in the news, you're trying to see, be seen no, like no. that. Years ago before anyone knew who Jeffrey Epstein was. This had no, nothing this to do with modern times. This was years ago. But let me get back to one thing. We're talking about how you say irresponsible things and then people run with it and stuff. Alex Jones would say they're making the frogs gay, right? Now, uh, he's a fucking real treat. He's the that's a funny thing alive. to say. It, it's a very hyperbolic way to put it. Yeah. But the incurious, you give up on them. They're never going to look anything up and they'll believe that Trump is racist and blah, 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 and we're all going to die. And then we live in a Klan rally and, and trans people are getting murdered every day by rednecks. They believe all that. So that ship has sailed. And I think the justice system, that ship is still. Ilhan Omar's never going to jail. No one, none, Hunter Biden's never going to jail. None of these people who did Russiagate are ever going to jail. So give up on that. But there is hope for the curious. So when you say to the curious, hey, they're making the frogs gay, you look it up and you go, oh, shit. Thanks to birth control, there's a lot of estrogen in the water supply. In the water system, yeah. And amphibians can change their gender when they're at that uh, pupa stage, whatever, you know, very right. early in their development. And with the influx of estrogen, you're ending up with more female frogs, more female salamanders, more female amphibians than you normally would have because their skin is so porous, they're sensitive to the water supply. So that's a boring way to tell you the truth. Alex Jones says a fucking crazy way to say it. And you laugh, and then you go look it up, and you realize he's basically right. They are making the frogs. He's not basically, he's not making them gay. It's just making more female. <laughs> but they're not going around like this. Hey, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> right. And you guys are comedians. You should love the color. You should love the. Oh, I do. The I do. Yeah, it's the idiots who take it as fact and just yell this stuff out and don't read any of it, don't research anything, and it's like this. They making a goddamn uh, frogs gay. The Clintons. Right. So then so then you don't have comedy. You don't have Lenny Bruce. You don't have Louis C.K. You don't have no, Animal House. No. no, I agree. You got to have comedy. You got to have freedom of speech. I'm saying all these things. But we also, you know, you want people to know what's real and what's not, Gavin, right? Well, I don't. I obviously don't go home and rape my wife if she screams in pain. But your oh, wife. Now he tells us. Now he tells us. Years later. I mean, you were, you were absolutely adamant. That's now I have to make sure I discuss marital intercourse in a very gray and boring way. If you don't than, mind, if you don't mind, that. because your poor raped wife was in my prayers for years. <laughs> and that is on you. That is <laughs> a misfire. What? Is she a Native American? Yeah, she's a Ho-Chunk, and so are my kids. Ho-Chunk? Yeah. Now, was that Western? Was that Western continent? So it's in the Midwest, it's in Madison, and this tribe get, kept getting pushed to Indiana, and they would come back, and they get pushed, and they get come back. So the ones that stayed in Indiana are Winnebago, and then the ones that stayed in Madison are Ho-Chunks. Ho-Chunks. People okay. with a big voice, I think it means. That's fascinating. You know that New York is one of the, has the most indigenous people living in it, out of all the states, New York State. Really? I think yeah. a lot of them are bullshit, though. Every time they have blue eyes... You got to wonder what the fuck's going on. Like the Oneidas. They're, but some the, of them had blue eyes. Some of the natives had blue and green eyes. Yeah, the Pequots, they're a fake tribe. The, the great thing about my wife's tribe is they have a casino. 
And so they have money to give out, a lot of money, although there's been no money recently because of COVID. So they don't want to be giving out to any Elizabeth Warren that claims to right. be Indian. So they got to do a smear and send in their saliva, and they got to yeah. have the DNA. And if they're less than 25%, they don't get a check. That's why everyone says they're Cherokee, because you don't need the pap smear. You could just be anyone. And they say, okay, fine, Beyonce, you're Cherokee. And there's no right. money involved. No one gives a shit. But the Ho-Chunks have money. Now, how many Native American uh, Ho-Chunks do you have in the Proud Boys? We do have one. In Texas. <laughs> he only he needed a ride to work. <laughs> there's only 3,000 Ho-Chunks, I think, in the world. Wow. How many Ho-Chunks are there? It's a dying tribe, obviously. I mean, you're, if you're a, an Indian tribe, it, <laughs> you're going to be go, getting less and less. Maybe. Corona? How, has Corona hit her tribe hard? Do you know, like, is her family, her parents, anybody still alive? And that, as Corona ran, because I'm seeing that the reports that it's hitting Native Americans harder and uh, and uh, and more devastatingly. Yeah, because they're obese. They have a huge diabetes problem. Every time you hang out with Ho-Chunks, 90% of the comp uh, the discussion is talking about that one fat cousin and how he needs to get down to like under 300 or to get the gastric bypass and that kind of stuff. I think it's genetic. I think the problem is- But no, it's, also, it's also like African-Americans, they live in food deserts. It's, I'm sure where her parents live is not a supermarket near that tribe or near those yeah, people. By choice. Huh? by choice, Sherrod. By choice. By choice. Walk How? around Harlem right now. All the Jamaican joints are gone. All the beautiful little vegetarian places are gone. It's just Popeyes and Dunkin' Donuts because the, the locals don't, 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 uh, what's the word? Uh, they don't buy at these places. They don't if want anything, and when if anything is more of those places popping up in Harlem and places like that. It's less, you see less people going to Popeyes. I was shocked to see one of the Popeyes in Brooklyn closed down. I was like, that's unbelievable. I thought that place would be there longer than the library. Harlem is lost in charm, and it's because the because locals are smaller places. And then you, you have a local. Whole Foods tries to open a place in East New York and they start screaming at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. You're Foods trying to you're trying to gentrify the neighborhood. They don't want, they want chains. They want Dunkin' Donuts. They want McDonald's. They don't want the farm to table shit. They see that as a that's white thing. That's not true. That's, I was one of those people. That's not true. My mother used to put us in a car and we used to drive to Long Island from Bedside, Brooklyn to go food shopping every two weeks. We all get a station wagon and drive out to Long Island to go to a supermarket where the fucking, the ground meat ain't brown. Harlem is a food desert by choice. It's a sad state. How's that by choice when you don't bring in these, you don't give these guys bring incentive open, to open? Open an organic grocery store in Harlem and you will be broke in a week. Not because one if you make the prices out of people's ranges, they know you brought that organic store, not for them, but for who's coming in, gentrifying their neighborhood. But if you make it affordable to them, there's like some places are trying to make it more affordable, like key food and chains like that that revamp their whole fucking thing. But if you make it affordable to them, they'll come in there. It's like Whole Foods. I bet they wouldn't even stop at Key Food. I bet Key Food is too fancy. The Whole Foods is the most expensive fucking supermarket in, in the country. Right, right. One of but, them. So if you coming in there, that's some of the, the people who live there already, that ain't for them because you outprice them. So it's for the people coming in, paying higher prices and gentrifying their neighborhood. So it's a disconnect right there. What about the Jamaican patty places? All the cool Jamaican restaurants, those little handmade patties, the jerk they're chicken, it's all gone. They're closing down because, first of all, this COVID, they, these four oh, restaurants, the whole bunch of them, 
talking about two years ago, last year. Harlem has lost because its charm. Because they raised the rents on these little places. All these girls, they know they can get fucking Starbucks. Starbucks is up there now. Whole Foods open up in Harlem. It's like they get out all the small mom and pop places and put it in these fucking giant corporations. It's happening all around the country, Gav. You know what I did one day, Sherrod? I was you for a day. I was black. And, and it was wonderful, huh? In my <laughs> head, in my head, I said, I'm a black, black as coal guy. Not that you're that black, but I'm a black African guy. And I started looking around. And for one day, just as a fun experiment, I made everything potentially racist. And but that's not what black people do. I know, I know. But there was like 7,000 things that day. And like I go into a bar, South African dude, I hear his accent. He moves over one chair. Now, in my black head, I was like, oh, a South African. I see. You're bringing your bullshit over to America. Now, in reality, he wanted to sit next to a pretty girl that he was hitting on. But when you get into this mentality, then yeah. everything is systemic racism. The, the Jamaican jerk chicken is gone because of white prices. The Whole Foods isn't there because it's too expensive. The Dunkin' Donuts is there. These are realities, Gavin. These are realities. I'm not saying, but hey, it might have been because he got a divorce or his wife died from cancer and he couldn't open it. I'm, I'm just saying these are some of the realities that can happen and a place can close. And a lot of no other places in these same areas that went through that already. They got their rent raised eight from $800 to $8,000. I mean, that's true of all of New York. Harlem used to be able to figure it out. Now Harlem is dead, and I think it's the locals choosing to kill it. It's, it. it's far from that. And when you say New York is dead, it's Ooh, far dead. from that. Everything is fucking... If you go out here, it's like fucking parrots. All these people eating outside, and it's people singing, and violins outside. The shit is fucking popping. All summer, these fucking places... People had masks on, but it was people eating outside like crazy. Like with Paris. Where? They're on bicycles. Everybody on bicycles. Okay. That's New York. It's still here, still bumping. I'm sure a lot of people moved out. There's a lot of empty apartments. Apartments dropped. But it's still, the people here are still going hard. And you wouldn't think that anybody left the city. I think it's 1989 New York. It's fun and there's some, there's some excitement, but it's fucking dangerous again. And no one wants to have an apartment there anymore. Apartments are going no, for half price. No. It's not danger. That's not from danger. That's what's just from that first piece of white flight. But that's a lot of people who didn't think they were going to be here for a long time. And I feel black, too, because black people came in from other states and live here. And then when shit kicked off, they have to go back to the home base and wait this fucking storm out. And that's what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are going to come back. And it's going to be a lot newer people coming in because the rent's going to be great compared to what it was, but you just got to get work going back so people got money even to pay the small rents. Because it don't matter if the rent come down, if you ain't working and you ain't got no money. I'm moving to Connecticut. I'm going to go to Darien. You was going to do that anyway, Whiteface. And Coulter told me to move there. I should have done that years ago. Uh, I'm going to send a bunch of black people to move right in next to you. <laughs> I love that you think I would care. It's sort of like when they did the Proud Boys thing where they made them gay. Like, assuming that we'd all be like, no, I had a dude. You might know him, actually. You know, uh, Jerry, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Jerry, the black comedian. He was on Louis C.K.'s show. Oh, um, yeah, I know you about. Um, yeah, he's, not, he's been on Race Wars, too. Yeah, him and this dude. Yeah, I know. Brandon, I forget his name. Jerry, what the fuck is his name? Louis. Yeah, he did, right, with the fro, the little fro. Great guy. Um... 
what the fuck is this fucking name? This is the, that's, you're making fun of me for being a boomer. And this is a, a great example, my dear. Uh, anyway, Jerry and Brandon were these two black dudes I would hang out with when I was in LA because I would hang out with this guy, Jay Johnson, who's possibly uh -huh. the funniest human being on earth. He was the cop in the Sarah Silverman show. He was on Mr. Show. You got to yeah. get him on the show. Every word that comes out of his mouth is the funniest thing. Even the word the. He's like right. John Belushi in, in Animal House. Right. So fucking Brandon calls me up and he's like, oh, so we're in white supremacy now, are we? And I go, dude, what are you talking about? And he goes, I have pictures of us hanging out. I have emails from you. I'm going to expose you and destroy your entire reputation as a white supremacist. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'll fucking pay you. Please do. <laughs> Ah, so why do you think they putting that on you then, Gav? If you, if this group, this proud boy, because it's some white supremacist in the group. You ain't, maybe you ain't, but you don't think it's white supremacist in the group of proud no, boys? No, you get kicked out. You get kicked out. It's like if you're pro-choice in the Knights of Columbus, they ask you to leave. If we have like bylaws. We have right. tenants. And if one of the tenants is, no, you do not think that one race is superior to another. A black supremacist would get kicked out. An Asian supremacist would get kicked out. You're not allowed in. So, and that's what happened with Jason Kessler, by the way, the guy who organized Unite the Right. He snuck right. in saying that he was not alt-right. Then we sussed it out and booted him out. It's okay. just, those guys are mentally ill, by the way, the Nazis. Have you ever talked to one? They're fucking weirdos, man. They're never normal. One roommate that I had, but uh, I talked to him as <laughs> least as I could. <laughs> but he yeah, was they they talk about uh, uh, Israel and fucking Jews every 10 seconds. It's so tired. <laughs> so you kick those dudes out of the Proud Boys? On a regular basis. Anyone who went to Charlottesville was kicked out. Okay, so why is this not? Why do you want to talk about this more like on Fox or what the fuck you mean? I'm banned from everything, dude. I'm banned from the world. They, uh, they put you, they put you on Kramer Island, as Kurt would say. Yeah. You know, Enrique Tario, the guy who runs the Proud Boys, he uh, he just got kicked out of a hotel because they recognized who he was. He's not allowed to be in a hotel. Jerry Miner, Jerry Miner, Jerry Miner. Yeah, we hung out with him in LA. He's the best. Yes, Jerry Miner. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. The He's great. He's great. I was in Vegas with David Cross and him once, and uh, he David goes, hey, man, uh, do you have any sunblock? We're going to be outside a lot. And Jerry goes, how do you not know that black people don't need sunblock? <laughs> <laughs> some might, some do. Ah, uh, so, yeah, so, so, so you, okay, so. So you're asking me, how does this rumor propagate? How did you get this reputation? Why don't yeah. you fight it? And I'm like, it's fucking everywhere. I can't, I, I've said it a million times. I've explained, you know what I just did? I just did ABC News Live, totally okay. destroyed her, explained everything, uh, explained all the rumors. Brandon Johnson is the guy who threatened to blackmail me. I'm Googling as I saw. And they canned the segment because it was Why? too good. What did you say on it? I, I nailed her. I ate her alive. I, I chewed her up and spat her out. I explained all the things about Proud Boys and all that stuff. And uh, that was, they, they just realized that they're, they're giving me a platform and they uh, ended it. Oh, uh, that old giving me a platform. I don't like when people try to just silence motherfuckers. It's like, listen, 
let's hear what people got to say. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. But just giving them a platform shit is like you're just trying to give, not have somebody have the First Amendment right. And I'm not, I ain't down for that. Well, obviously, if you think that white nationalism is awesome, then you don't want to give it a platform because too many people will like it. It's sort of like Margaret Cho when she goes, <laughs> I have some bad news for you. If you think gay is something you can catch, you're gay. <laughs> and if, if you think white nationalism is so appealing, you can't give them a platform. I used to have Richard Spencer on my show all the time, and I would make fun of him. I'm like, so hold on. Yeah. You want all blacks to leave America? What about black and white couples? What about black people who, you know, support everything else you agree with? What about uh, uh, black people that, like, hate the heat? Do they have to go? What about a black guy who married a white woman, they have white kids, and he's a, been a breadwinner for the family? Does that family starve? Like, your, your ideas are retarded, dude. <laughs> and, and it was fun to talk to him. They, you know, they used to have David Duke on CNN. They should yeah. do that. You should be yeah. able to lampoon stupid to expose, ideas. Yeah. yeah. To expose what they think. Yes. I don't think you need to hide it in the shadows. That's how I can do the most damage. Get a pedophile on your show. Expose the ideas. I'd love to get a pedophile. I'd well, love to get a Kurt on. That's what Kurt was on for all those years. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he had to move to L.A. <laughs> so what's next with the Proud Boys and all that? I can't believe you were involved with the Proud Boys foundering and uh, Vice TV. It's like two opposite. It's like you've got an internal battle going on in your own self. Well, I'm just a very influential and charming intellectual, and I tend to influence the culture. So I created hipsters. I created Vice. They ruined Vice and made it SJW. But before I left, it was both sides of the argument. And I created the Proud Boys because the left was acting like fucking lunatics and the, the, someone had to push back. So I'm sort of like the messiah in a way. I mean, I'm this oh, person incredible influence who just everything I do starts a cult. Like I fucking make a video with my baby called How to Fight a Baby. It's 14 million views. I mean, I, I dominated advertising, real estate. I, every time I try something, I fucking slay at it because I'm a savage. I just want you to stay on the side of justice and truth, Gavin, and then you know, use your never power left. for good. Never left. Never left. But don't say never left. You can be just open-minded. What do you mean oh, left? Sorry, Not I meant to say I never left the side of truth. Oh, okay, okay, you never left. Okay, okay, I gotta be careful with you. Everything left, right, anti. Slippery motherfucker. <laughs> the left gets back to hating the government. I'm back in. I was in. I've got an anarchy tattoo. I was Antifa back when it meant I hate the government and I hate people trying to kill free speech. But they became the fascists, so I told them to fuck off. Well, they seem like they are hating the government right now because Trump's the government. It's Trump's government, and people are hating really? it. Now, imagine a kingdom where the, everyone wants to murder the king, the sword of Damocles. He doesn't run. He's trying to drain the swamp. He's trying to clean up the castle. But they all are behind him with rapiers trying to stab him in the back. Is it you think Trump is really the Always hero, the savior of something? That. Yeah, I think he's the savior of America, American values, the patriarchy. And I think that if he loses, we've lost this country forever. Stop. That's what we can disagree. I think if he's elected again, it's going to be worse. He's going to be un. Oh, Melania's out of there. Melania's like this. I don't know what the fuck y'all did that for. Because he was. I couldn't live with him before. Now <laughs> he got four free reign years. I'm out. <laughs>
I'm just going to get hit here. I'm out. <laughs> that sounds like another bet. Maybe 20 bucks. <laughs> okay, well, don't forget that $100, because you're going to have to oh, pay no. for it. I'm so Scottish. We, we never forget a dime. Trump is so losing this election. I'm glad this is on tape. I'm glad this is yeah. recorded. Yeah, I mean, last time is, he was going to win. And Israel is where I have to agree with Gavin. I think that we're basing this on a lot of talking points that are right around us yeah. in New York and on yeah. the coast. And that's what we hear. We hear the coats loud and clear. They can still steal it, though. But Listen, the rest the of the he country does not. I was just in Austin. The rest of the country disagrees, hard disagrees. Not the whole country. No, I've been in pockets of it. Now, Gavin, let's agree to this, too. Uh, no election went through the through the Supreme Court either. I'm talking about a clean win. None of that fucking Florida t hanging chad shit. Well, now you're gonna get weird because the left is gonna deny it, and so we'll we'll we'll, we'll be stuck on well, what is a win? How about if he's run if he's the president on January second, I win. Well, the second no, he's supposed to start the seventeenth or something, right? I'll give it up seventeenth. The 18th. If he's the president on January 18th, I win. Okay, the end. But so even if it goes through the Supreme Court, but he's yeah, stacked that. The left hasn't accepted the 2016 win. They're impeaching him and talking about stealing the election. They're already bitching about about the post office and saying he's already cheating and he's already losing ballots. I mean, everyone's going to be lying about this. But it, all that matters is who is who gets the Stanley Cup, who gets the medal, who gets who wins. Okay. Well, you told me what you didn't like about the left. What don't you like about the right? Oh, my God. A million things. I don't know how I ended up at this shitty party. Uh, it's like... You grew they, old and white, nigga. Whiter and old. fucking <laughs> <laughs> nerds. They've never had a They've never been in a fist fight. They've never tried heroin. They don't know who the bad brains are. They're fucking lame normies, squares. I just told you. We went to a baseball tournament and no one had a fucking beer. So, yeah, and I don't know how I ended up with their judgment. It's like you have your judgment and your your perspective because what you lived through and what you've been through. So, who are these fucking assholes just to grab on? Can't they bastardize your your views because they don't really get it because they ain't really lived through it? Are we talking about Proud Boys now? No, I'm talking about whoever you know, no, whoever you said you be around. I'm talking about like, like for example, so, uh, in fact, the right, the right, just the right, the right. No, the left. The, all my all my liberal friends exed me and my wife and everyone around us. Like my fucking, it, yeah, that's that's the great American divorce. But uh, as far as the right, I was, I was sitting in a Fox News green room with Guy Benson. You know that conservative homo. Yeah. And. And he, I made some ribald joke about pussy lips or something. And I could see, I look over at him, he's like, ugh. And I'm like, dude, you have like dicks in your face all fucking day. You gays are the most hedonistic perverts of all time. Stop pretending to be a prude, you fucking queer. And then I thought, why am I with nerds like this? Like Guy Benson, has he ever smoked a joint? Why am I with him or losers like Nick Monroe or even Tim Poole? Like that guy, are we pretending he's not bald? Why am I stuck with these squares who like ride skateboards in their bare feet? So I got a lot of problem with the left. I got a problem with the, the that they give a shit uh, like who's gay or they're freaked out by it or they have a problem with right. drugs. I, I, I hate the way they, they uh, well, liberals are really bad at hanging around with black people. They always get so nervous 
but but uh, conservatives do. I don't know. I, 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 you know what I hate the most about them is that they're fucking pussies. They get a call from Antifa and they fire whoever Antifa is calling about. They capitulate. They, and there's no unity. Like the left will take in any Tom, Dick, and Harry. They're like, you got fucking black homophobes saying, come on in, tranny, as long as it helps the numbers. Uh, but in the right, they're just like, no, you farted on Thursday. Antifa's mad at you. Uh, you're out. Total lack of unity. Total lack of balls on the right. They're all fucking wimps. So that's a bad thing, too, because they can have a – if they have a lack of balls, maybe they disagree with something that the masses on that side are going with, and they have their own opinion, and maybe it might be in a viewpoint that people ain't, um, ain't willing to deal with, so they won't even, uh, you know, try to put it out there and, like, try to bring that to the fore. It's dangerous. It's, look at the Pope. He's saying it's, it's cool to be gay now. We got – and he's having Muslims pray in Vatican City. Like, the, the right is so eager to please the left. And it's just like giving blood to a vampire. Like they never, it's not like they go, okay, thanks, dude. We're good now. You don't capitulate. Don't be magnanimous. Ain't it a good thing that the church accepting the gays? They're human beings too. They got souls, Gavin. Yeah, look, I'm a, my wife's a fag hag. I'm surrounded by homos every day. Uh, I, I just, that's, and I don't really care about gay, obviously, but it's just this constant capitulation. Maybe I chose a bad example, but it's just this constant, like, just like in the Pat Buchanan book, this trying to appease them. The day of capitulations is past. Stop apologizing all the time, you fucking pussies. The left doesn't apologize when they know they're wrong. They just say, well, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> but maybe it's because all these, all these wrongs that had never been dealt with, never been dealt with. Like, never been dealt with. Like never been dealt with. You know what, Sherrod? Yeah. At, when Martin Luther King was shot, America went, holy shit, what is going on here? We got to fix this. And for the next 50 years, they tried to appease black America. They apologized. They said, how about this program? Let's do busing. Let's try welfare. Let's try this. Let's try the Jackie Robinson. Oh, he's got a mural. They tried everything. And I think what's happened with these riots, I think this year, white America has gone, I give up. Fuck you. And it's like silent apartheid. I don't think so. Because the last yeah. thing y'all need to do is that because then we do that and then it's going to be trouble in this whole country. Once, Listen, black people are the most forgiving people of all time. After what we've been through in this country from the hands of a lot of people, we For are... Time? Have you seen the riots in Philadelphia yesterday? Yeah, but wait. That's what, after a man got killed again because of mental health issues. Mental health? He was a fucking lunatic. He was... He was killing women he was stabbing people he came in a cop with a knife what are you supposed to do turn into bruce lee 14 shots that wasn't that wasn't called for that's how it works i can show you countless videos of guys getting up after getting shot i've seen videos of a white dude chasing i've seen videos of a white dude chasing two cops around their car with a knife (laughs) chasing them and they didn't shoot him they just kept running like please put it down it's like it's different ways to handle these things definitely when it comes to mental illness uh it does not deserve riding the streets blacks have not been forgiving us they've been doing nothing but not forgive us and i think most white people most white people are sort of like yeah i'm done apologizing i'm sorry it didn't work out bye and you're going to see more segregation on both sides more black schools more white schools i think think that's what older people think younger people like this this is ridiculous and i don't want no part of this fucking poison in my life young people look at us and they laugh like 
Y'all are ridiculous. I don't even know what y'all are angry about with each other. It's like they all living and playing and sports and all. They all run each other. They own fucking all these gaming fucking devices. And they all talking to each other, dating each other. And they look at us like we're outdated. And it's poison that we trying to put to them, that we trying to pass to them yeah. on the baton. And they don't want no part of it. They don't want You're no totally right. You're totally right. I guess I'm talking, but I'm talking about boomers. I'm talking about Gen X. I'm talking about people who are buying homes, making policy, choosing schools. But you're definitely right. Zoomers and even millennials go, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah. But as far as major decisions go, that's the older people. And the older people have had enough. They're, the they're older, done. Also, they're done. live with the younger people. They, every grandparent and parent want their kid to look up to them. And think they fucking, and they don't want to look like they out of touch with shit. So you, your kid and Barrett looking at you like, who is this fucking? I can't believe I'm related to them. It's, it's a, that's that's going to weigh on people too. Now I think those grandparents, and that goes back to what I'm saying about selling apartheid. I think those grandparents are like, look, take it or leave it, or get the fuck out of my house. I'm done with the shit. I they don't want to school anymore. That sounds like another bet. <laughs> sounds like another bet, but that's a hard one to prove. Yeah, that's a difficult one to quantify. You want to see these grandkids? You can't be talking Trump this and Trump that in the house if they ain't down with Trump. And the same vice versa. Old people don't compromise. They're done. They got limited time left. I know. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, boomer. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, I got to go. I got to go have dinner with my beautiful family. You want to do a plug plug? What? You want to do some plugs? What, what you got going yeah. on? Please go to censored.tv, um, and you can see there uh, on the links, I do charity for Max and John. I got my cameo there. I sell doodles on the links page to raise money for a black woman who is Finally. the wife of John Kinsman, the guy in jail. Um, and, yeah, sign up for censored.tv. It's stuff this exciting every single day. Look at that. Look at that. Thanks for coming on, Gav. Really appreciate it. Good to talk to you, brother. Yep, just hit me up. Uh, don't forget to check this out if you're listening on YouTube. It's going to be out. We put them out Thursdays at noon after every Wednesday show. Um, rate us, subscribe, give us a review, and uh, check me out. Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S on all social, and check out my newest podcast, Two Black Guys with Good Credit, if you want. Yes, Race Wars, baby. Go to patreon.com slash Race Wars. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for this is a great show. I mean, we do it up. Sherrod Small, you heard me. Peace. Good stuff. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys.